This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 104, Submission. <laughs> Paul Lind Halloween Special. The Paul Lind Halloween Special aired on ABC October 29th, 1976. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Loopy. It's the Paul Lind Halloween Special, starring Paul Lind, with Paul's special guests, Tim Conway, Roz, Pinky Tuscadero, Kelly, Margaret Hamilton, Billy Hayes, Billy Barney, special guest star Florence Henderson, a special appearance by Betty White, and a rock and roll explosion, Kiss. And now, the Paul Lynn Halloween Special. So last week, we talked about Paul Lind and the Paul Lind show and how he was brilliant while everybody else... (laughs) We also talked about how Paul Lind was a contract player and had a contract with ABC to do more specials. This would be one of the specials that he did to satisfy the contract. This was just one of those 1970s disco-era star-studded affairs. I mean, we, we've talked about star-studded affairs in the past when we did the Playboy Roar Disco Pajama Party with Richard Dawson. And don't forget the third annual National Cheerleading Competition. Oh yeah, with uh, <laughs> Lee Majors and Gene uh, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, Magic Johnson making Catherine Bach come alive. Which let's let's be honest, that was the dream. Oh, that was the dream. I mean, Magic Johnson making Catherine Bach come alive. Come on. Now we have a new sort of special with stars, musical numbers, wacky hijinks, antics, shenanigans. Even yeah, when you it's like yeah, in the seventies you were something if you had antics. You were something if you had hijinks. It was something if you had shenanigans. But when you have all three, that's when things get fun. And with Paul Lynn there, you just have comedy gold. Oh, yeah. So what was Paul Lynn doing on his Halloween special aside from fulfilling contractual obligations from the network? Well... That's it, really. He he was just fulfilling. This was like his last thing for the network because he had the Paul Lynn show, which we talked about last week, and future installment temperatures rising, which we will talk about eventually. But Fred Silverman, being Fred Silverman, wanted to milk his Paul Lynn contract for all it's worth. So, uh, yeah, turns out that, yeah. He was paired up with two people who could verifiably be 100% that witch. Oh, yes. But before we talk about that, I don't want to spoil anything. 
don't want right. to spoil anything. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> let's talk about the special here. We have Paul singing about Christmas. What? Hold up a second, Chico. This is a Halloween special. Why is Paul singing about Christmas? Because he can. I don't know. Okay, so that's so that so obviously that was a mistake and was rightly pointed out by his housekeeper Margaret, played by the one and only Margaret Hamilton. So he starts singing about Easter. Oh no. I didn't I didn't know you could sing about Easter. I didn't know there was a such thing as Easter songs. If anybody knows an Easter song, mail us at the station here because we're genuinely curious. Yeah, email email us or Jennifer Smith about that. Yeah. Again, Margaret says, no, it's not Easter. So he's singing about Valentine's Day. Paul Lynn's singing about Valentine's Day. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But he's wrong there, too. No. So why is Paul Lynn singing about Christmas, Easter, and Valentine's Day at the end of October? Aside from comedic effect? Because he doesn't so much hate Halloween as he loathes it. And, well, he does keep a promise to Margaret to try to enjoy the holiday. So he thinks about the one thing he thinks about when it comes to Halloween... Kids! I'm crazy about the holidays I love all the gifts and toys I love all the looks of wonderment From little girls and boys I love Easter eggs and valentines The fireworks and Halloween I love New Year's Eve and Jingle Bells There's no doubt about It's nothing without those Kids, I am simply wild for these kids today The little darling kids I have great respect for the things they say I understand them, kids In those goofy get-ups they wear at Halloween I think most of those ghouls and ghosts and goblins little pumpkins kids when they ask for goodies they're awful sweet i give them yummies kids with their apple bobbin and trick or treat come on and ring my doorbell you won't be sent away i'm just crazy for kids today I got sleepy shoot getting here soon. Let's see, I got the candy, the gum, the walnuts. Oh, there's the doorbell. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Kids. Wake up your windows and break in your flower pot. Kids. We empty the trash and all your lawn. Ha, ha, ha. Kids. We're dancing you and crazing you. Kids. We're mocking you. Go to a cemetery, that's where you ought to play. What's the matter with kids today? You must try to understand kids today. They don't get away from me. I'm going to sick Bugsy Malone on them. Kids, they 
don't mean the things that they do or say. You, you mean you listen? Kids, well, it's just no wonder they burn your lawns. Kids, with their silly sweat hogs and funky fawns. There's too much Alice Cooper. Not enough Alice Faye. Keep your lizards and rats. Keep your vampire bats. What's the matter with kids today? I tell you, I've had it with you little monsters. Who's responsible for this? You're Donnie Marie, real cute. the matter with kids today indeed thanks so much donnie and marie osmond you little devils you uh. and and meanwhile this is this is what i hope this was a video podcast because greg just made a face he yeah donnie and marie did a bad thing well it would be a bad thing in 2020 and bear in mind donnie did the masked singer so yeah and lost the debate yeah so I guess, uh, yeah. But yeah, that would have been, yeah, NG, no good. No. So to get, so I guess to get Paul in the Hollywood, in the Hollywood, in the Hollywood Halloween spirit. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's go with that. Let's get Paul in the Halloween spirit. Margaret offers to take Paul and drive him away from the kids and drive him to Gloomsbury Manor. That's not ominous at all. No. Yep. To see her sister. Oh? Yeah. Her sister uh, happens to be Wilhelmina Witchy Poo. Wait a minute. Wilhelmina Witchy Poo from HR Puffin Stuff? Yeah. And, of course, it wouldn't be Wilhelmina Witchy Poo if she wasn't played by the one and only Billy Hayes. Oh, at this point, we should make mention, because they make mention at the end credits of this special. Wilhelmina Witchy Poo is from the wonderful world of Sid and Marty Croft. And for more about that, see previous installment back in Episode 7, Lidsville. Also from the wonderful world of Sid and Marty Croft. All right, so turns out her sister's Wilhelmina Witchy Poo. Got that. But she's a witch and you're not. Wait a minute. Turns out, Margaret really is a witch. But not just any witch. Oh, she's the biggest witch of them all. She is the biggest witch of them all. I'll get you, my pretties! (laughs) That was way too accurate. I'm so sorry. Yeah, she's the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, so is this canon technically? So is technically the Wizard of Oz and Lidsville? Does this make them both canon with each other? Hmm, that is a good question. 
God, that is that is a really good question. I want to say it is. So L. Frank Baum and Sid and Marty Croft collaborating 100 years apart from each other. Well, give or take a few decades. But anyway, so yeah, Willoughby the Witchy Poo and the Wicked Witch of the West are sisters. Does this make Wicked also canon? That's a good question, too. Does it make that Sam Raimi Wizard of Oz movie for Disney like a couple years ago canon, too? Does it make the Wiz canon? Well, the Wiz does have Nipsey Russell in it. Damn right it do. So what are Wilhelmina Witchy Poo and the Wicked Witch of the West doing at a Halloween special, aside from the obvious? Hmm. Well, they have a problem. And they think that only Paul can solve their problem. They think that witches have been given a bad rap. Oh. This would all be rectified later with Glinda the Good Witch, Catherine Bell as the Good Witch, Sabrina the Teenaged Witch, the Melissa Joan Hart version, not the Kiernan Shipka version. Help me out. Oh, oh, uh. The female contingents of the Hogwarts crew. The pink and blue rangers on Power Rangers Mystic Force. Yeah, let's just say witches getting a bad rap would not last forever. But that's down the line. Let's continue here. They give Paul a sort of assignment. Uh, Make him a public relations liaison to uh, witches and witchery to improve their image. And... To seal the deal, they give him three wishes. So what's the first wish? Well, Paul wants to be a trucker. What? Paul wants to be a trucker. A guy who drives a lorry down the highway. Guy with the CB radio calling out whoever, whatever, for wherever. And so he is reinvented as Big Red. A red-haired CB slang talking rhinestone studded trucker who is engaged to, oh dear, a, a waitress. But not just any waitress. Oh? Yes. A waitress by the name of Kinky Pinky. And not just any Kinky Pinky. We're talking about the one, the only, Pinky Tuscadero. Oh. Played, played by the one, the only Roz Kelly. Credited as Roz Kinky Pinky Tuscadero. Now, does that make Happy Days and Laverne and Shuri canon with the Wizard of Oz and this is, this is HR Pop stuff? Yeah, this I don't understand. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't pretty much get this either, but, uh, yeah, so now we're bringing happy days into this, but there's, but there, wait, there's more. What? There is more. Aside from being engaged to Paul Lenz, which, let's be honest, is kind of weird in and of itself, Pinky is also engaged to another trucker, uh, don't quite remember his name, but we know that he's played by Tim Conway. I'm hiding from the the, the, the ghost. Ghost? What ghost? Before the show, you said we were having a special ghost tonight. I said we were having a special guest tonight, Mr. Tim Conway. What's a Tim Conway? Uh, about 120 pounds. 
Yes, of course it's going to be played by Tim Conway. There's a variety special in the 70s. Chances are Tim Conway is going to be on it. Tim Conway is always on the variety specials of the 1970s. We'll also talk more about Tim Conway on future installment, Ace Crawford Private Eye. So Big Red meets Tim Conway, who, by the way, he out. He is very Tim Conway-ish. Well, of course. I mean, when you have Tim Conway, he's going to be at his most Tim Conway-ish. So Kinky Pinky is kinky for both Tim Conway's character and Paul Lind. Oh, no. You have a love triangle here. None of this works good. So Kinky Pinky, she's in love with Tim Conway. But she's also in love with Paul Lind. Yeah. Uh, Well, the one thing we learned from this is Pinky Tuscadero has a type. Not to leave too fine apart unturned about this, Pinky's boss gets in the mix, and you know who's played who's playing Pinky's boss? Who is playing Pinky's boss? The one, the only, Billy Barty. Oh, Billy Barty's on this. Was he joined by another the other dwarf and the magician from Super Train? Uh, no. And unfortunately, he was not one of the. He was not wearing an oversized hat either. Oh, B- Billy Barty, Pinky Tuscadero, Tim Conway, and Paul Lind in the same room, and they're about to rumble. Tim Conway and Big Red are about to rumble to prove who should end up with her. And guess who wins? Oh, I can only take a guess as to who wins. Okay, well, okay, forget about that. Guess how he wins. How does he win? Paul Lind shows up with a cash bribe from a large wad of money from a movie advance, they call it. So that's his first wish. Okay. That's his first wish. Big Red and Pinky Tuscadero. Because that was everybody's first wish in 1976. Let's be honest. Let's be real here. Meanwhile, in the manor, we have Witchy Poo and the Wicked Witch of the West. And they, uh, by the way, I should mention this. They had just been visited by Miss Halloween, played by, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Who, who, who was it? Who, who came to this uh, special, this star-studded event? This star-studded event. Betty White was Miss Halloween. What? Yeah. So now Betty White's in on all of this as Miss Halloween. Oh my goodness. And, and they're sitting through a game of Monopoly. Monopoly? They're sitting through a game of Monopoly, but they're not necessarily bored because guess who is performing at the manor as soon as Paul comes back? Who's performing at the manor? <clears throat> the one. The only. Kiss! Kiss! Yeah, and they're performing Detroit Rock City, which is... That's a Halloween... Yeah, that's a Halloween song. Would you say Detroit Rock... No, Detroit Rock City's not a Halloween song. But it's awesome anyway, so... Yeah. It's performed by Kiss. It might as well be. There you go. So, after all of that, Paul... Paul, being bored out of his mind with Monopoly, just... Wishes he was in the Sahara Desert. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Turns out he said the magic word. 
What was the magic word? Wish. Oh. Yeah. You would you would think that people would learn by now. If you have three wishes, you don't offhandedly make a wish. People are going to take you seriously. So he's transformed into a chic sheik, lusting after Lady Cecily Westinghouse. Played by, are you ready for this? Yeah, who, who, who is it? Florence Henderson. Carol Brady! Yep. Oh my. The, the stars just keep coming and coming in this special. They spared no expense here. They really don't. And, and I'm just thinking to myself, you know, her name, Lady Cecily Westinghouse, that name is just ripe for parody. Or at least a good joke about refrigerators. So the Sheik wins over Lady Cecily Westinghouse. But before they get busy, in comes a rival for Lady Cecily Westinghouse's affection, played by Tim Conway. Oh my goodness. So, so we got Tim Conway in a dual role. Yep. And coincidentally, both going after the women of Poland's affections. Not as cut and dry as that. Turns out Lady Cecily was only a bait, and the and Tim Conway's role is Seymour of the Foreign Legion. Oh, to take him away. Oh no! So he's going to take Paul away. He's going to take Paul away, but Paul manages to deal his way to freedom. Want to know how? Oh. I'm all ears. This, this is this is the this is the part where I'm just like, really. How? He offers him a cockatoo. It's like, why a cockatoo? It can get pretty lonely in the desert. Doesn't he say that? Doesn't he talk about how it belonged to Beretta or something? Yeah, yeah, he does. Which, which again, was a thing back in the seventies. Yeah. See all these see see all these callbacks that Paul Lynn does be doing? Hmm. He's a master of the callback. And keep your eye on the sparrow. Okay, so you would think that Paul Lind would be happy as a dog in heat over those last two wishes. Well I got news for you. Oh uh, what? Yeah, he is happy with as a dog in heat over those last two wishes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. So he decided, out of the goodness of his heart, to give his third wish away. Oh, that's very nice of Paul. That's so... He's so nice. Oh. Yeah, he gives his wish to Witchy Poo and uh, Elphaba. Yeah, I'm calling her Elphaba. What, you want me to not call her Elphaba? You want me to just say Wicked Witch of the West five million times? No. Keeping it nice and easy here. (laughs) So he offers his third wish to the witches, and they wish to go to a swinging city discotheque party. I didn't know witches loved the disco. You weren't around in the 1970s, my friend. So with a snap of his fingers, Paulin transforms the gloomy manor into... A swinging discotheque. Ooh. Complete with dance floors and monsters dancing and non-monsters dancing. And everybody from the cast 
just living it up. You know, we have to have music at this discotheque, so this is the part of the show where it's just, from here on out, it's played straight. We start with Florence Henderson singing a disco rendition of That Old Black Magic. Oh my goodness. Florence Henderson, a legend. And she was a very good singer, too. Oh, oh my yeah. She oh. was incredible. Oh my god. Singing disco. Yep. That is that is fantastic. Alright, so that's a thing. And then Peter Chris is at the piano performing Beth, which I'm assuming is their new one. Well, it would be new at the time. And then Kiss returns to perform King of the Nighttime World. And they all come back. Paul Lind, Pinky Tuscadero, Kiss, The Witches, Billy Barty, Tim Conway, everybody singing Disco Baby with Paul and Pinky. And then he just thanks everybody and wishes everybody a a really slamming Halloween there. Yeah, I, I wish everybody a slam in Halloween. Yeah, he did. He did not use those words. I'm afraid it would be hilarious if he said slam. It re- it really would be, but yeah, I'm I'm sure that's coming after the roar. But anyway, uh, and that was the Paul Lind Halloween special. Oh well, there is one connection here. With Hollywood Squares on this special, Chico. Really? Really? Yes. Do you know who was one of the writers of this special? Uh, Oh, Bruce Valanche. Yes. Isn't that Bruce Valanche? Be careful, Bruce Valanche. There's superhumans fighting right over there. Yay! Didn't he also help write the Star Wars Holiday Special? Yes, he did write the Star Wars Holiday Special. Previous installment, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Refer back to episode 16. But there is, if you go to Bruce Valanche's interview from the Archive of American Television, he talks about the Star Wars Holiday Special. I'm going to play one clip from Bruce's interview regarding that special right here. Yeah, I remember Kiss was on it. And and that was, they'd never been on television before. I mean, it was a gigantic coup to get them on primetime television. They had done the Midnight Special and Don Kirshner's rock concert, but they had never actually been on a TV show. And, of course, the great shocker was uh, Paul had no idea who they were. But um, the president of their fan club was Ringo Starr's son. And uh, uh, Paul said, Ringo has a son. I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) I remember (laughs) we were shooting the thing. On the ABC Prospect lot in, in Los Feliz, and Roots was on uh, while we were uh, while we were shooting. It, it had been on, and we were shooting the thing, and, and it had been on, I think, for the sweeps or something. I forget what the timing was, but Lavar Burton had starred as Quinta Quinte in Roots, and you know, had exploded. I mean, he was the biggest thing, and. Um, he was on the lot doing something. And we were outside having a cigarette break because people still smoked in those days. And Paul and I were out there, we're puffing away. And um, LeVar Burton comes by. And Paul didn't know his name, but had recognized him from the show and wanted him to know that you know, he knew who he was. And 
he stood, as, as he walked by, Paul just pointed at him and went, Rats! <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention Paul was in his full witch drag. The hat, you know, the whole thing. We go to the commissary, everybody dressed as witches, you know. <laughs> Rats! Rats! So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, interesting how, because um, this this show, it wasn't necessarily just uh, a legendary for fans of Paul Lind. It was also legendary, get this, for fans of Kiss. Yeah, because as Bruce mentioned, this is their first ever <gasps> primetime appearance. Mm-hmm. First ever primetime appearance. They did the they did their big one. They did their new one. They did something for the occasion. And the thing of it is, this for a long time this was one of those classic cases of keep circulating the tapes. Well, after a couple of years, in two thousand seven, the Holland Halloween special was released on DVD in the U.S. on October second, two thousand seven. And they had bonus features and all of that and everything. And uh, head writer and producer, Bob Booker, who had to basically clear everything to be remastered and uh, issued, he cleared the rights. He found the original footage, which he thought was lost forever. And they, they cleaned it up, remastered it. And reissued it. And it's been on DVD ever since. In fact, if you go insert place here and look up Paul and Halloween special, there it is on DVD. You can get it for around 10 to $12. Yep. So that's pretty much all there is to it. And of, of course, if you really like it, you'll buy the copies. But it is available if you know where to look. Yeah. Well, Chico, I, get, I just have two observations before we sign off. What's that? First off, Paul's scarf. Oh, yeah. The witches made him a scarf, didn't they? Yeah. He it, looks, it's like he's doing his best impersonation of Tom Baker with that scarf. Well, he would have the overcoat and the scarf and the wry sense of humor to match Tom Baker. <laughs> okay, I'll stop for that. And another observation is, who do we hear occasionally in voiceovers during this, being that it's ABC? Uh, the one and only Ernie Anderson, which we will talk about on a future installment. Yes, but here's the thing. Tim Conway's on this special, and if you know anything about Ernie Anderson, him and Tim Conway were a comedy duo together back in Cleveland when Ernie Anderson was Gilardi. In I did fact, not know that. Yeah, you can find the comedy album that Ernie and Tim did back in 1966 called Are We On? And you can find the whole album on YouTube. Awesome. Well, I got something that you won't find on YouTube. You ready for it? What is it? It's time for eBay Prices Right, y'all! Oh... Yes, we've got to extend this thing just a little bit more. So what I have here, you ready for this? Because we're going to play a little clock game here. Okay. 
Yeah, it just... is. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What is this? It is a copy of Kissology, the Ultimate Kiss Collection, Volume 1. Of course, it's on DVD. It's, it's Volume 1974-1977. It's on DVD, and it has a clip of Paul Lind meeting Kiss and the band's performance of King of the Nighttime World. Okay, you're, you're going to have 30 seconds to give us dollars and cents, okay? Oh, so it's dollars and cents. Okay. Dollars and cents. All right. All right? All right. Okay. The, and I'll start the clock with your first bid. $39.99. Lower. $29.99. Lower. $24.99. Lower. $19.99. Lower. $14.99. Higher. $16.99. Stop it. You got it. With free shipping, too. Oh. So there's something for your Kiss collection if you are a fan of Paul Lind. And, yeah, it has that clip. It has that clip of him meeting Kiss. Unfortunately, it does not have the clip of Paul going, Rats! Rats! Uh, yeah. So, Paul Lind, Witches, Florence Henderson, Disco, Pinky Tuscadero, Trucks, Sheiks, Kiss! Kiss! Put it all together in 1976, and it was a thing on TV. Oh, yes. It was one glorious thing on TV. It was a glorious thing on TV. But if you think we're done with all the treats, we have uh, over 100 more treats waiting for you at our website. It was a thing on TV.com. There you'll have uh, the past 103 episodes, including some mini episodes. And, of course, all of our socials where you can like, subscribe, follow, and share because, well, sharing is caring. Am I right? You know, I've never said this, but what does that even mean, sharing is caring? It it says exactly what it means on the tin. Sharing is caring. What tin? Anywho. The tin dog, K9? (laughs) No, that's another episode. And, of course, we have to give a shout-out to our good friends at Place to Be Nation for uh, their weekly drops. And I believe we have a – we have – uh, the 100th episode dropping at Place to Be Nation this week, if I'm, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yes, at the time we're recording this, episode 100 will be up on this coming Wednesday. We dropped the 99th episode, which was Chameleon on Doctor Who. Which did not week. have the tin dog on it. No, it did not have the tin dog on it, but it had maybe one of the... <laughs> it had had a robot who's not a robot. Uh, but he was played by a robot. Actually, he was played by a robot, but he's not a robot. But it's not. A, but it is a robot. But it's not he, a robot. I'm confused. He, he's played by a robot. But but this is what we don't understand. Chameleon is played by a robot. Mm-hmm. But it's not a robot on the show. Right. Even though he acts like a robot, he's not a robot. Um, I'm. 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 I'm getting all cross-eyed here. No, at least with K9, you knew it was a robot dog. Yeah. Now it's just... 
anyway, uh, before we delve too much into because we we did this we did this whole bit when we actually recorded it. I I can't do this again. I think I had an aneurysm. No. Okay, so next time, what do we have? Oh, yeah. Because the world, because the World Series is going on. Yeah, well, the World Series will probably be over by the time this episode comes out. But you yeah. know what? We had so much fun talking about the Punky Brewster at the NLCS episode. We decided, you know what? We've talked about this on the show long enough. We ought to do an entire episode about this. So we got another so- baseball episode coming for you. Oh. And it is just so good. It, oh. it, it's one of those things that, okay, it'll have more questions than answers, but good luck finding the answers to those questions because it will take you on a quest. Yeah, I got one one tease for you. That's your tease. Okay, we'll give you the whole thing next time with another thing on TV. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wow! You have just been the greatest. Thank you for making me feel wanted. And thank you for inviting us into your homes tonight with our Halloween special. I hope we were a howling success. I'd like to thank my guest stars, Tim Conway, Roz Pinky Tuscadero Kelly, Florence Henderson, The Incredible Kiss, Billy Barty, Betty White, and a special thank you to our beautiful witches, Margaret Hamilton and Billy Hayes. I believe in you. I believe in you. And of course, the two kids I love so much, Donnie Marie Osmond. In case I don't see you for a while, to all you little monsters out there, you have a happy Halloween. Now, excuse me, I'm going back to my group to trip the heavy fantastic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.